You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 266 for the week of August 21st, 2022. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire, and now the House of... <laughs> what is the title of the show we're talking about, guys? House of it's the called Dragon. the Hot D. HBO's House of the Dragon. (laughs) I was going to say the House of the Dragon. It's just House of the Dragon. As always, this is Ashley. This is Amin. And this is Kyle. We couldn't quite convince Mimi to come back for the TV show. I guess she's still not watching. She should come back. I think she'd enjoy it. But uh, she's busy. I know that. She's raising like six kids now or something. She has many heirs um, to the dragon over there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good segue, sir. The heirs of the dragon. We're going to be talking about House of the Dragon. We uh, we watched the first episode. None of us have talked to each other about what we thought. So this is going to be this is going to be raw. It's going to be fresh. Um, what'd you think? Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll go first because okay. <laughs> I liked it. I mean. Uh, if I had to put a number on it, I'd probably give it, you know, an eight, eight out of ten, something like that. Like I, I enjoyed watching it, and I think that uh, the, one of the main reasons was that I'm just not as familiar with the material because I read it so long ago, and I haven't reread it, so I was able to kind of let go and just watch it as a show itself. And 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 I thought it was clear that they had some new writers, a new writing base here, and and I was able to enjoy it overall. I, I was much the same in that I have um have not reread i want to reread but i'm also on the fence of should i save that until after the series is done because i don't want to get too nitpicky before the end uh the biggest thing i noticed was the budget (laughs) holy crap (laughs) (laughs) and uh, i I don't think i ever watched game of thrones on an hd tv before either so that probably also helped to impress me on the visuals but it looked good that was almost a meme how like poor the hound of the king tournament was in game of thrones and i think they wanted to be like hey we're going to do a tournament properly here like i think that was specific yeah. that why they put so much money into it yep, so i enjoyed it <laughs> nice i funny enough i thought you guys were going to be like oh i just reread the blood and fire fresh up to date because i'm coming at it from the same perspective you guys i haven't read the source material in quite some time and i was watching the episode and being like oh oh wait that's the person that oh 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 and like remembering and realizing i had forgotten things and i talked to a coworker the the day after and uh they reminded me of uh, a particular upcoming story thread in there and i was like i completely forgot so um I really enjoyed it. I'd give it, I mean, I, I think the same. I'd give it probably eight out of 10 lemon cakes. Mm. Um, <laughs> that was our rating system back in the day, right? Right. A couple of years ago. Um, I had a really good time with it. I was nervous at the beginning, you know, always introducing new characters, especially when you have weird names like the Targaryens and all these fantastical names and such. Um, that uh, I was like, okay, are we going to actually do anything here? But by the end of this episode, I, it felt like, a Game of Thrones episode. Um, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was good. Yeah. So I guess that's it. Episode over. Done. <laughs> episode over. All right, quick. Well, <laughs> I'm hoping to do, yeah, I mean, not that quick of episodes, but quicker records because then hopefully we can get, I mean, this one, we just our schedule took a while to do, but, you know, just watch it, get our feedback, our, our comments, or reviews, and then 
move on to the next episode. But So we don't necessarily have to do that every scene-by-scene scene analysis that we used to do, but more highlights. Uh, well, well, that's good because I used to do the After Buzz show for it and had the outline in front of me, and uh, I do not have that. So, <laughs> so yeah, I was thinking of approaching this as much more of a just kind of shooting the shit and whatever you know we talk about, we talk about, I think. Uh, with that said, the episode budget for season one of House of the Dragon is $20 million Ooh. per episode. Wow. Um, so that's pretty wild. Back in Game of Thrones Day, seasons one through five had a budget of $6 million per episode. So it shows. <laughs> over more than three times the episode budget. What's well, the advantage yeah. of, I mean, not a sequel, I guess a prequel, but coming after the original show that it built up that much financing hbo is willing to invest in this and, and yeah you can you can see it there mm. nice yeah there was just so much about the visuals i loved it looked like it was a lot of real set pieces i at the costumes blew me out of the water like i i much preferred these costumes i think it's because it, it felt more like what i expected to see from the books um these these costumes compared to the more i, I really didn't like the lannister armor <laughs> or the king's guard helmets so I, I really, really liked how they stylized the armor this time around. Damon's armor is amazing. Um, that helmet the, was awesome. Yeah, and, and how they changed the throne to to keep it, yet make it more book accurate. I thought that was um, great how they, you know, worked that in. Oops, sorry. Yeah, they, they could have dumbed things down, and I think for the most part they didn't. Like, they kept things deeper for the people who wanted like the background stuff but they still was you could still follow it even if you're completely new i'm wondering if, if you haven't even watched game of thrones i can i think you could still follow it, it might be a little tricky yeah but, absolutely yeah yeah Very interesting um i mean the the major houses from a song of ice and fire are not the major houses in this pro, in this game like mm-hmm. it's uh high tower is the big player yes the high towers uh, there was a few of them <laughs> <laughs> and it's good to see that uh, I had a friend uh, I was talking to him about it and he goes uh, I was never a fan of the stuff at King's Landing I like the stuff in the north so I hope we get there next episode yeah. <laughs> like, well this, this King's Landing I mean it, it, it has elements of the previous one especially with the the fan service angle but like I think it's still improved though <laughs> the, the depth of it is it's still improved yeah, as soon as that scene came on, I'm like, well, there's the obligatory first episode of a Game of Thrones series, or right. the HBO series. <laughs> so speaking of the North and whatnot, we have that scene where he talks about the prophecy. He talks about the North and whatnot. Did you guys uh, pull anything from that? He's like, they believe more in it 200 years prior to the books. Right? It's more kind of closer to home. or um, I'm pretty sure that's a show-only edition um it's probably just to try to tie into the name of the series a bit more and to give i'm, I'm not certain that, that it is i'm not not, not to say that it's 100 percent guaranteed to be mentioned or become book canon but I, I think george himself kind of mentioned something like that in one of his interviews like and i don't that doesn't necessarily mean that it is going to be in the books or is adopted but it it is a thought like why did Aegon come over i mean that was always a theory but it's not a pure fan theory I think. Oh, I, I mean more in, in in respect to it playing a part in uh, the succession or anything like that. Oh, like, no, I don't think so. I think that was just like a little tidbit and you, you take yeah. that away, but it has nothing, it's not going to affect I, this I, show. I think but. Aegon, yeah, knew about the prophecy or 
was the prophecy. This is where I'm getting into the information that I should know and have forgotten over the years. <laughs> We're all noobs now. Like, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we got to get the rust off, guys. I mean, I don't know if he necessarily called it a Song of Ice and Fire, but yeah, it gives the idea that it goes, I mean, why did the why did he come over? How did, why did Aegon conquer in the first place because of this? And I don't necessarily think that's an improvement, really. I don't know. I think it's. It, 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 I don't know if it was very effective, and in the end, they were lucky that it worked out. In the end, like, I guess, I suppose that's the way prophecies work. Is it, it, it turns so, out so they were. So they were saying in the show that Aegon came over to stop the the others, basically, like the, the others. White Walkers. Like that, that, he wanted to unify the realm, and that's what. And, and it, it explains a little bit because he doesn't seem to be a very power-hungry guy. And yet he came over and conquered. Yeah, Westeros. I'm pretty sure the the reason Fire and Blood is that he was sick of people trying to marry him. <laughs> <laughs> so what else stuck out to you guys in this episode? Well, I guess this is our first experience with all the actors for these characters. And I liked them. I thought Corliss did a good job. And I thought Viserys as well, like play, playing a difficult role because he had to be multifaceted. Like, I, I have no complaints. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And I guess that the best compliment I can give is that I was content with everything. Like I, I yeah. there wasn't an actor that I was just like, Egh. yeah, yeah. The cast, the cast felt really solid. My one little nitpick was that the guy per- playing Rickon Stark, and I could be just misremembering it from the books, but it just bothers me that he didn't have a beard because he was a northerner. <laughs> <laughs> That's my my little nitpick. For the entire episode, that's I get one. Didn't, that's didn't he one. have some stubble? I don't remember. Yeah, like <laughs> newborn's baby bottom, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we do meet a, a Valerion, though, right? Yep. So that's that's um, kind of cool. We, we met many. Well, we saw many. We, we didn't saw really the reference meet the to many. Yeah, because uh, yeah. I think we see his daughter. There's quite a few in the box there, I believe, and uh, the son too. No, was there? Was there, well, there, there is, in, I think that's in the trailer, much? maybe. I mean, I know that. I mean, he referred. They referred it that they have an heir, right? Like right. That's part of the discussion right. later. It, it did look like he had kids at the tourney. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it is a change from the books to have a black character there. I mean, I don't personally don't care about it, but but I, I just want to analyze it from the point of view, like how does it affect things? He was right involved in everything. Like the question is, like, would any of these characters be racist toward him or not? We'll see, because, I mean, Westeros isn't exactly the most accepting place, right? But on the other hand, he has the power of the Targaryens and the Valerians behind him. He just seemed to be another player in the in the game there. So we'll see how that turns out later, whether yeah. that affects anything. Absolutely. Him and the queen that never was. The, the Summer Islander background actually makes sense in terms of all of the sailing that he does, right? So that's kind of interesting. Like, they, they fit that in and pretty well. But I'm just, I'm interested to see, because he, he has rivalries, but there's, there hasn't been, like, any comments or anything you think there might be at some point later in the in the shows or maybe they won't go there and i'm not saying they should like i'm just curious to see what happens mm. i mean r- racism was very different like two thousand years ago it's not right. it's a very nuanced topic that i don't want to really no no it, it, it is a very nuanced but, topic. I, I, yeah, I see what obviously you're the yeah. way we look at racism today is very different from what it was back then and basically back then it was like if you're rich whatever that is true but if you never see anybody else and you only see one person they still look different than the average person on the continent don't they you could kind of say that about the targs the way they'd be like they'd always make comments you know like well that's targs targaryens are different they're they're not us yeah so it'll be interesting to to, to see what happens but i just i mean i like the the actors overall i like their interplay and 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 uh i'm looking forward to next episode i mean i think that's pretty good praise for for the first episode Absolutely. Do we know how many episodes there are? Is it the standard 10, probably? Or the is that confirmed? 
I guess I can Google it while we continue to chat. I, I know Martin has watched most of them. I don't think he's seen all of them. I, th- I think he, I thought he said something like I've seen nine of the ten or something like that. But uh, and he was happy with them. When I Google House of the Dragon episode count, it says one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know any idea about how many seasons this is going to be? Because like this first episode, I'm like. This is like the first paragraph of the story. No, I think there's going to be time jumps. There's definitely going to be time jumps. So we'll see. But I don't. I don't think they're going to try to wrap it in one season. So I think. I mean, I think it's already. I don't know what the numbers are. I assume if if if, if it it's popular as it will be, we'll probably get a season two confirmed soon. But we'll see. I mean, I, I guess if I really wanted to try to figure it out, I'd I'd look up how many episodes the younger versions are in the show for. But I, I kind of want to be surprised on yeah, that. Yeah, I kind of want to leave. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like the fact that I don't remember everything because then it's still some of it is new to me, right? Like I didn't remember the whole. I mean, actually, yeah, I didn't remember the whole like the birth scene. I knew that the that she died in childbirth. Now maybe this is new. Maybe it doesn't go into details of that they they basically killed her and took the baby out. I, I don't remember that at all. Even if it's been there or not, it was certainly a surprise. I, I don't recall that either. It, that you know, like specifically, they did a C-section, or what would be. Now, did C-section. they su- suggest to the king? Like, I'm just trying to understand. When they said to the king, they said, "We can save your babe." Was there any chance for the mother at that point, or was she guaranteed dead at that point? Uh, and and I, I watched the extra features, and they they said that you know there, she was dead either way. Because the baby was stuck, and so she was gonna, she was just gonna die from from that anyway. And so it was like they they're saying we could try to save the child, but it's not like they killed the mother to to take the child. I mean, they, I mean, in the sense in the sense that they could have saved the mother, there was nothing they could do essentially to save. Yeah, well, it wasn't a one or the other. It's she dies or she dies, and maybe we save the baby. Yeah, that seemed to be the most controversial scene in the episode. Well, because they, they didn't, they didn't. They, I mean, uh, not that they would. This is not modern life, modern medicine. They didn't say, "Hey, do you want to try this?" They just did it, and she's like, "What's going on?" So, <laughs> it does, yeah. Ideally, it, they it, should it, ask her, "Do you want to try this? You're going to die anyway, by the way. Are you willing to do it?" And she might have chosen that if she had the choice, but she didn't have the choice. Right. Which it I points think... to that, like, like even like uh, to bring in another show uh, on Bridgerton. There was a scene similar to this where uh, the male heir was his father had, da- had was already passed away so he had the right to choose between whether it is the mother or the baby like the the woman gets no say and that 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 Bridgerton is like just 200 years ago pretty much right so i mean not that it's the most historically accurate show in the world but i'm i'm just saying like that like that's a, a thing like like pointing out that the woman even though she's the one giving birth has zero say in the matter well, I mean, right. it's, it's an uncanny reflection, and I wonder, depending on the timing, whether it was intentional. Not just the whole abortion thing in the states and a woman's body, and then you have the scene. It's like, is that inspired by that at all, or is that already a source material? That's how right. I'm wondering if it was already there, or even if it was, was it focused on more than it would be? So I don't, that's an interesting. I think question. it was one to pat out the episode a bit more, and to, hmm. to make you feel a bit more for Viserys to see a bit more of him and his situation. Well, because he's so yeah. obsessed with having an heir, a male heir, and then he finally, after all of this, he finally accepts his daughter. So that change, I think, was a positive, the fact that he accepted her and was trying to, to prepare her. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if, again, misremembering or not, but I never got the impression that, that he really ignored her before then. I thought that she was always kind of being groomed from that, the start. That is interesting. That's... That might be one of the changes. Yeah, you're right. She, she might have had more prep than she did now but i mean and it's unnecessary 
That's a change. I didn't have any problem with it. Like, I mean, I yeah, she was made a cupbearer, just like Arya Stark was. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess the 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 par- Do we talk about? I don't think we care about spoilers. We can refer to what we some might know what's coming, right? Like, I think that's an approach we can. Have. All, all our listeners, I think, have pretty much. Yeah, I, right. I think we can put a little warning that we're going to be talking about what we vaguely remember sure. from Fire well, I, mean, I think we can move on to that. Um, we're moving into anything after now is going to spoil this chat because I think, yeah. <laughs> and, and what we vaguely remember. I mean, like, we we know, like, that Rhaenyra, is the correct term, right? Rhaenyra, like, and, and the Hightower, I mean, girl, they're a lot closer now than they seem to be in the books. And we know what's going to happen later. That relationship's going to break down, right? So that's they interesting. They seem I think, very close yeah. in the show. Um. But uh, yeah, I had totally forgotten that uh, is it. It's Alison, Alison, right? Alison, Alison. Um, <clears throat> she ends up, you know, bearing Viserys' heir, male heir, yep. um, which causes all the drama. And it's it's funny because I had I had actually completely forgotten about that. I was like, oh, it's the princess and the queen. So I was like, the queen that never was and Princess Renee are going to have this battle. And in my brain, I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> like, what am I talking about? Um, and then I started to try to remember. And um, But yeah, it's funny because everybody, it, the way they set up the first show, it really looks like the battles is going to be between Damon and Rhaenyra. Uh, that's mm. going to be the ongoing conflict. And it's, uh, I mean, but with that said. I, I think they set up pretty that Damon tries to seduce Renera pretty. Oh, the, oh, the, oh, yeah. They said that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Makes sense later, but the conflict does make sense. Like as Kyle's saying, yeah. it, it's put up at the end of the episode. It's like these are the two contenders, right? Yeah, but but to be honest, like um, the Allison's child is a little bit older before um, before that battle all happens, right? So yeah. I think I mean, Allison is supposed to be older in the books too, isn't she? She's not potentially. I, I mean, that, that doesn't that part does not necessarily matter. One I mean, way it's or not another, a big deal. But uh, I, like, it's going to have to be a time jump to get her children to actually exist. First of all, they don't, they're not even married yet, right? So right, but that's yeah. going to yeah, be. I'm not that's, nitpicking that's, against it. I just you know for I well I guess I think they did it to make it more parallel, maybe to Rhaenyra potentially. You're saying that she's been aged up to be. I thought she was older than her. No, I, I'm. It doesn't really matter in Westeros, right? Like, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. Like, yeah, but they've got a that whole Allison, Allison's kid and Rhaenyra battle like that. That doesn't even sound like it would be this season, you know. So there's a season two for you right there. <laughs> Something down the line. Uh, I I don't think they'll have a a ten year gap. Uh, time jump or something in season one i don't know maybe i could i, I could be very well, wrong i mean we, we've seen the actresses for the the aged up versions of them so like oh well they, I, I haven't oh, well, <laughs> i watched a trailer <laughs> oh maybe i just didn't uh it didn't click when i was watching it okay okay <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't realize that was a well, I, I think they, they need oh we're in smaller territory we said so kyle even for kyle he has to <laughs> I know. Well, I'll see my way out of here, guys. Thank no, I, I think they kind of have to do the time jump because there's only so much material around this. The book time jumps, right? So that that's the thing. You have to move okay. on. But See, look at this. I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore. Why is anybody listening <laughs> to me? <laughs> Are you going to be doing After Buzz or anything like that for this show, or Kyle, or you, you don't know? Um, I don't I don't know. Um, probably not. I think I'm going to just watch the season and do our podcast, but to be honest, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I got pretty, I kind of shut down after Game of Thrones ended um, and haven't really thought about it since then. So I don't know what opportunities are going to arise, but at the moment, no, I'm just uh, just hanging with you guys, enjoying it as a as a fan. I hope this really sparks interest in the series again and like maybe more spinoffs come out of it and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Yeah, this is cool. I, it's funny. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about Game of Thrones for years, and I, and everybody was like, "Are you excited for the show?" And I was like, "Oh, is that coming up this weekend?" Um, <laughs> yeah. And as soon as, like that opening, you know, 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen, I was like, "Oh, I'm in. I'm back. Let's do this." <laughs> well, I mean, a key, so, a key element is the dragons. Like they're already being shown a lot and are being woven in, and we're gonna get a lot more. I think. Just interaction, just the fact that they have like these guys that take care of them and all of that. Like none of that was in Game of Thrones, which obviously, but I think this, we're going to enjoy that dragon element to it. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I, I was joking with my friends. We were talking about how Game of Thrones season one like really eased the casual viewer into a hardcore fantasy show. You know, it was all this courtroom drama and cool stuff and like some violence and sex. And then you know, at the end of the episode, they're like, "Oh, baby dragons!" And then you know. Eight seasons later, people are like, ride the dragon, breathe the fire, all this. And this show, literally, the episode starts with a dragon flying through the clouds. And, you know, it's like, oh, you like your dragons? How about some dragons with your dragons? <laughs> just just throwing people in it. I love it. But even though there's dragons, this one's so much more political than the other ones. <laughs> well, they, they, yeah. Exactly. They did cram a lot of politics and even with the backstory of the Queen of Never Was and that kind of thing. And so it's a good mix. It'll be interesting to see where it goes, but we're in. Going to watch and, I, and, and I'm hoping to do uh, viewing parties at some point. That's what I'm hoping to do. Yeah, and I, I liked how in the tournaments they were kind of pointing out different parties like Baratheon nodding to the Queen That Never Was. And, you know, uh, Damon obviously being pissed off at Hightower. <laughs> and Cole. Of course, and Cole there. I guess we didn't comment yep. on him, but he, he obviously had that tension with, with Damon there. And and uh, we'll see that whole thing going on with Yeah, remind me about Crispin, Crispin Cole there. The entire time I was watching, I was like, wait, so I know Chris that So Crispin Cole, I mean, he has a, a lot of tension with Rhaenyra. We'll see what actually happens because we don't know from the, from the story. The thing with the story is there's multiple views. We don't know what exactly happens. If I had made a prediction, I assume something actually happens because that would make the show more interesting. <laughs> he that. was the white cloak. Am I am right. I remembering he'll, correctly? He'll, that he'll, he'll be added to the. I don't that know, I don't did or did not sleep with like, Rainer. Yeah. Okay. I, I assume that he will in the show because of HBO. Like otherwise, why wouldn't? He? <laughs> yeah, they were definitely setting up something with him and Rainer because uh, he was the only one. You know, the two. She was all about Alicent there, and then they have a moment when. Rainier is watching the tourney and watching Kristen Cole, and she's got this look in her look in her eye, and it's like, oh, okay, all right. <laughs> so I also noticed the Lord Strong on the small council. I'm like, mm. oh, I don't think that's the Strong I'm thinking of. No, no, kid. I, I don't. I think she Rainier has better taste. <laughs> 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 although, although that is interesting, if if they. Like for example, do you think like we we get that she's gonna probably you know have that you know she'll have, have be married and her kids will be probably somebody else's somebody else will father him, but does it have to be a strong or could it be somebody else? Like that's something that you could change. It doesn't have to be a strong, but uh, it has a whole your your boys are very strong line, right? So that 
they keep that from. You know, I just yeah. realized there's there, that that's gonna make the race issue. <laughs> it's gonna be a little bit more obvious. So the, the, again, it, it'll come back again. But we'll we'll, we'll mm-hmm. see how it is. I, I thought it was handled well in, in the first episode. So. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's gonna. Well, I guess. Well, who's gonna question the the, the maybe queen? So in the in the small council there, um, they have those discs that they put the balls in. What is up with that? What's going? <laughs> random, random question for you guys. I don't even remember that. They, they put this. I remember hyper focusing on it too. But you just feel like, what does it mean? I know. I was like, oh, what is that? Like, what? What in the book? Because you know, you've got the the. Oh, I see that actually. Bl- yeah, yeah. Okay. What? Uh, I'm like, oh, what's that? What's the point of that? Is that for is voting? It like maybe? the talking stick. <laughs> <laughs> maybe only the members of the council like uh, hold on to that. Um, they hold on to those. Do they pass balls? them around, or do they each have one in front of them? I wonder. Maybe it's for using for votes, but I don't, uh, votes not really. They don't really vote here. The king does what he wants, but yeah, yeah, no, they just kind of put it there when they sit down and start the conversation. Interesting. I maybe it's, a, we'll it's find a dessert out. or something. They forgot to eat. It. Yeah, which I, I honestly <laughs> probably wouldn't give much thought about, except that there is a shot, like a close-up shot of them doing it. Yeah, which makes me think it's something of import, but I don't know. Maybe they could. I don't know. Give it to, to a vassal to speak for for them or something. Like if they can't be there. Or... Yeah, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like they each have a very unique ball, um, right? And uh, that only members of the council have. So if somebody needs to speak in their stead or they're dying somewhere, they can give it to somebody to be like speak on my my part. I don't know. That's it's interesting. Um, yeah, the council little... itself was interesting. I mean, we, we didn't get a lot of time to flesh out the different characters, but it'll be interesting to see where that goes with this council like we, yeah. some of them but some of them are like who's this guy <laughs> oh that's me through most of the show uh, yeah but it's, yeah. i'm thinking i'm thinking back at like the premiere of game of thrones and i was like oh, okay we get barely any information because there's so many characters and there's so many throwaway characters that end up becoming major characters that i just mm. uh i'm excited to watch this unfold and be like oh that's that person oh shit um what do you think of uh, Otto Hightower, like the Hand of the King? Like, did, did he leave an impression on me? Because I, I thought it was it was okay, but it was interesting because he sends his daughter to see the king. But is that like a plan thing, or is he just trying to be nice there? Like it's kind of just say where one of the dresses. Planned. Oh, yeah. that's where, so where the dresses, right? Yeah. When I watched it, I've watched it twice so far, and when I watched it the second time, I was like, "Oh, you conniving, sneaky <laughs> bastard." I was like, you want the heir. You want your grandchild to be the heir. I see how this goes. Um, what I didn't pick up on is really what was, why was he the hand? Like, what was the relationship between right. the series and Otto Hightower? And That's he's, he's something that I son, was right? missing. Yeah, like, so like, uh, was it just like the original Hightower wanted somebody there and the Hightowers are really influential? Like, why is this guy, like, he doesn't, well, they get along fairly well, but it, there's not like... They have some. Yeah, it seems like Damon is the one sore spot between them, but mm. it seemed like he listened to him in other matters. Like yeah, even I, when Corlys was talking about the the triad, uh, you know, Viserys was like whatever, and so was Odo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think they're, they're, they're kind of trying to show like he, he's got a point to make. Like this is something you should look at. They're like whatever, uh, that'll come up later. <laughs> that's very. That's <laughs> some pirates. He seemed in a place where he wasn't. 
unsure of his position. Like he didn't seem afraid. Like he was going to lose his position as hand, right? Because he was because he was standing up to Damon, mm. you know, and didn't look like he was backing down at any point. He was, you know, choosing his words carefully every now and then. But he really looked like he could speak his mind to the king's brother. Which, which is a really effective government. That's good that, that they should be able to, to speak and see, like, discuss things, right? Like, uh, that part was good, but uh, it certainly was. I mean, da- Damon himself, I guess, that's that's the, the, to be determined, I guess, how, how what we think of him. Because that was the whole point. I think George was trying to make him, like, this bad boy, but then he became really creepy in, in the various, you know, source material. So we'll see what people think of him. But he really screwed himself over this episode. If he just shut his mouth. And he probably would have still been heir, but because he said uh, like heir for a day line, all of that and partying, that like, he just screwed himself over. Mm. You know, and and this this is one of those things where where the show because there's so many different versions from that we have written down. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show kind of making a canon version. Obviously, it's not, but it sort of is. Um, Seeing that that scene does make paint him in a in a less bad light than just getting the, you know, the the told version of what happened. It it seems more like he was kind of goaded into having to say something. That that is interesting. It was, do you think he was? Are you saying that even he somebody was set him up? Like Hightower got got some paid someone to like make him say. Do you think it's that far, or do you think it's just, just sympathetic? No, I, I just yeah. think that that. You know, hearing it from a spy makes yeah. it sound worse than it was when it was just kind of a more of an off the cuff, not meant to be. You know, right. he he wasn't saying it as, oh, I'm actually happy about this. I'm saying this it's because my men want me to say it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, that that's more Matt Smith, uh, you know, acting. He, he wasn't parting it up like everybody else was parting it up and yeah. just sitting there. Right. So yeah, like, he that- seemed. He wasn't you know, that at happy. the funeral and everything, like you know, he wasn't exactly partying about the whole situation. Right? Yeah, he didn't look all that thrilled. You know? Do you guys like Matt Smith as Damon Targaryen? He he doesn't look like in my head's version, but you know what? I like his acting. I think he's playing it well. So you know, and, you know I can deal with not being a heartthrob. Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that to the Doctor Who fans. No, I know. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> He was actually the only actor I recognized in the episode. So uh, so I kept seeing him, and he, I thought he did a fantastic job. But every time I saw him, I was like, oh, that's Matt Smith. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> stay in it, Kyle, stay in it. Um, no, he's so different from the doctor. So, I mean, I was... Yeah. And at the tourney, the guy, the guy running the tourney had um, Blackfire colors on. I don't know if you noticed that. Fires don't exist yet. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I saw that and Damon was obviously there and my brain was like, wait a minute, Damon Blackfire? This isn't the Damon. This is the wrong Damon. Hold on. I got to (laughs) check. And I was like, okay, yeah, this isn't Damon Blackfire. Because in my brain, I was like, oh, I wonder if he gets the idea for the reverse colors from this random guy at the tourney. (laughs) Well, they they were surprisingly tolerant of all the people killing each other at the the tournament. Like you think they would have stepped in at some point. Oh my god! I was just like, wait, don't they use dirty swords? Why are they using axes? Hacking? What's going? On? I was very much like, okay, this is a style choice. Yeah, or or whoever was getting killed wasn't that important, I guess. Like, because it was so important, you think they would have stepped in to like it was. Yeah, yeah it was that was brutal. It's brutal. 
Because, yes, people die at tourneys, but it's not like they're intentionally trying to kill the other person. It's more accidents happen. Or, or if they do it, it's 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 disguised uh, in the joust. They don't just, like, walk up to the guy and just kill him, like, in the front of everybody. Like, that, that, that yeah, that was a little bit odd, but... <laughs> Yeah, that, that did take me out of it for a second just because I'm just like, that's not right. But I'm sure the average HBO viewer was like, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> the audience there going, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> it, it almost became more of a, like a Roman gladiatorial thing yeah. where it's like expe- expected to happen there. But again, and, I think the, the point is... And not that the only people who can afford to be an attorney are people that don't want to die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, of that attorney of that caliber, I mean, if, it's, if it's a lower one, you have those other people that even hedge knights can go to it technically. But yeah, this tournament, you think that they're all pretty well funded. Any thoughts about how different the physical shape of the two dragons we saw was? Any issues? Okay, so I wasn't misremembering. They do have longer necks than what I recall, right? Like, that's not me. Well, D- Damon's dragon was very serpentine mm. uh it had like wings on its legs mm. um, i think they had well, I mean, they have more dragons as possible they had a little more variety right like we i guess we got to see that or if the show, yeah. show wants to do that that's that's fine because we only that's saw i was curious if somebody came and complained about that to me the day after and i was like oh i didn't even Think of that. I, I I couldn't remember. I just was. I just remember being like, "Were their necks always that long, or or is this just because they're full? Dro- are these ones just growing more, and that that's why I'm not? It, it's not a deal breaker for me. Whatever you know, a dragon's a dragon. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way. I feel like Danny's dragons look the same. They have the same parents. Like there were there are. I think the Targaryens. I think I read the Targaryens have ten dragons at that time, and but there are 15 dragons in the world or something like that. There, there's a bunch of Dragonstone just mm-hmm. eating sheep. Yeah. So, well, any, any final thoughts? We've got a few minutes here, but is any, any final thoughts you want to cover? Uh, cosplayers. I can't wait to see your busy work and, um, <laughs> get out the band-aids because that looks like a lot of needlework. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they show in that Viserys has like this wound that's not healing. I don't even remember that or not, but that, that, they're certainly going to go back to that later. We'll see, but he's still he's still got to be around for at least somehow a longer period. So, yeah. When does he? I know. I was trying I mean, to think. He's got to have a couple kids. He's first. Have some kids first. So I think is that yeah, just so going to be a long term problem that comes up later, or is it just? I don't know, we'll see. Okay. Gosh, I can't remember anything. It makes it exciting. Like Damon. Yeah. I can't. I can't even remember what Damon does next. All right, here we go. Watch the show. Love it. Maybe that scene was more to show that that maester in opposed to the other maester, like mm-hmm. the older one being like, let's leech it. And the other one's like, how about we cauterize it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could, could be. And uh, or it could be that I mean, he keeps getting injured from the throne or whatever, too. They, they bring that up a few times. Mm. Yep. He's not worthy. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I think it was uh, really good. I'm excited. I'm excited for the show. I hope I don't know what the ratings were, but I think going on social media afterwards, it looked like everybody really enjoyed it. So, um, oh, have I you don't... guys seen that one? I think it's a TikTok where the it's filming an apartment building, and all the lights are like flashing in sync to what the scene is, like that everyone in that building was watching the same game as the same episode. Oh wow! No, I haven't seen that. It's really cool. <laughs> awesome. 
to check it out. Well, I hope it's a hit. I hope uh, Game of Thrones is back for a while because that was a fun ride during that show. So I hope uh, the energy and the excitement is back. It's uh what I love is that I, I have a Targaryen cosplay and like I could only wear it at Ice and Fire Con, but now I can wear it at regular cons and people will know what it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I think we're going to be back each week this season. Um, Google didn't tell me if it was eight or ten episodes. I'm not sure. But uh, we're going to be back each week talking about it. So thank you so much for listening. Um, yes. Make sure to uh, join the Discord and chat. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Awesome. See you next time. Bye.